This is our first session now on Ephesians 4, 25 to 29. And I say 29, even though I know I have added verses 30 to uh, 31 here. And the reason for that is that this first session is an attempt to give the big picture. And then we'll step back and deal with the pieces of 25 to 29. When I say get the big picture, I mean connect those verses with what went just before. And what went just before was, remember, put off your old self and put on your new self. And what we're going to see in what follows is that there's this negative putting off and this positive putting on. And remember when he says, put off your old person or your old self, he says uh, it's connected to a manner of life. Put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life. So we're going to see what it looks like to put off your old person and its manner of life and put on the new person with its manner of life. That's what's coming in these verses. So Father, as we show about five illustrations from Paul of what it means to put off the old person and that manner of life and put on the new person in Christ and that manner of life, guide us so that we see the riches of what are here and that we are made by the Holy Spirit really good putters off and putters on. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So here they come. I think there's five of them. Therefore, having put away or put off, it's the same word of put off back in verse 22. Therefore, having put off or put away falsehood, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. So put off a negative falsehood and speak the truth positively. Next, be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. Now, this one's a little tricky. We'll have to think about it in detail when we get there for the detailed analysis. But do not sin by holding a grudge, but rather let it go. So don't let the sun go down on your anger. Implicit is, but rather forgive or be patient or be enduring or be forbearing. We'll deal more. That doesn't fit as nicely as this one does into the put off, put on. Let's keep going. Let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor doing honest work with his own hands so that he may have something to share with the one in need. So no longer steal, but work. Next, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for upbuilding, as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. 
so negative. Don't let corrupt talk come out of your mouth. Rather, let upbuilding talk come out of your mouth. And then I'm going to skip verse 30 because it doesn't fit, and we'll have to wrestle with why is verse 30 where it is? Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed under the day of redemption. Now, that might be very closely connected with verse 29, or it might be very closely connected with verse 31. But let's finish the negative positive. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice, positive, negative, put it all away, put all this malice, bitterness, wrath, anger away, be kind to one another, that's the positive, tenderhearted, forgiving one another. So, one, two, three, four, five illustrations of Put off your old self and put on your new self in what follows. Let's just make sure we see what the specifics are again. What color shall I use? Dark blue. <laughs> so, get rid of falsehood to each other and replace it with truthfulness. Get rid of anger to each other and replace it with short accounts. Don't let the sun go down in your anger. In other words, do what you have to do to get this bitterness and, and wrath and anger out of your heart before you go to bed at night. Eight, let the thief no longer steal. So get theft out of your relationships with anybody. Don't abuse anybody by thievery in order to get what you need. Instead, replace it with good, honest work. Don't re replace all corrupt, abusive, ugly, mean-spirited, foul language. Get rid of that and replace it with upbuilding language and get rid of all malice or bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, slander. Get rid of it all and replace it with forgiveness. So that's the general idea. There is a new pattern of life being spelled out, negatives to get rid of, positives to embrace in what follows from put off your old self, put on the new self. One last set of observations. Let's clear it. Motives. Notice them. Four we are members of one another. So stop lying to each other. We're members of one another. We're going to go back and deal with these in great detail in future sessions. Be angry. Do not sin. Don't give the devil an opportunity. If you hold grudges and go to bed at night with anger in your heart, you are giving a great opportunity to the devil to destroy you, to make you a bitter, angry person and kill all the other good emotions in your life. Let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor doing honest work with his own hands so that he may have something to share. The motive is sharing, not just working to have, but working to have to give. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but only such as is good for upbuilding as fits the occasion, that it may give grace 
motivated by the giving of grace, motivated by having something to share, motivating by not wanting to be taken in by the devil, motivated by the fact that we're members of each other. And then this, which I left in a class by itself, might relate to all of them. We'll have to talk about it when we get there. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. What a motive. Don't do anything that would grieve the Spirit by whom you were sealed. But, let's just do this last one. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger be put away. Be kind to one another, forgiving, for God in Christ, as God in Christ forgave you. Oh my. Now here's, here's the stunning observation about the motives. Isn't it remarkable that with regard to falsehood, his motive was not, don't you remember that the Old Testament says, thou shalt not lie? And with regard to stealing, he did not say, don't you remember that the Ten Commandments says, thou shalt not steal? And similar things might be said of the others. In other words, what's missing here entirely is any warrant from the law. In other words, Paul is putting Christian ethics on a completely new footing. He didn't even allude to the Old Testament. He didn't uh, ground any of his imperatives in a list of do's and don'ts that come from the Ten Commandments or the law. So we want to look at what, how does he motivate? How, how, what kind of a motiv motivation is that? We're members of one another. What kind of a motivation is that? Don't give opportunity to the devil. What kind of a motivation is this? You want something to share, don't you? What kind of a motivation is it not to grieve the Holy Spirit or to always want to give grace to those who hear or always want to remember that you've been forgiven in Christ? This is amazing. If, if, you're, if you're a new Christian or you're discipling a new Christian, think, okay, my old way of thinking about ethics and right and wrong was I need a list, right? Tell me what to do. And, and then give me a, a Bible verse that demands it with a, a warrant from the law. And, and Paul just isn't thinking that way. He's not against the law. He bases lots of things on the Old Testament. But here, he's basing our new life on another footing. And we'll analyze it as we go.